Hi, this is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamformradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Please hang a moon up and tune up the cellos for here come the dreamers. Tell all the fellows to varnish their trumpets, butter the crumpets and garnish the cellos. Let us get to it and do it upright. Welcome the dreamers with all. Welcome to Dream Farm Radio. My name is Julie Lavender, and I'm sitting in my family's lovely historic home overlooking the rolling New Hampshire fields of Dream Farm. I'm inviting you to drive down the country road of your imagination and join us right here in our barn with its soaring posts and beams and its panoramic view of the countryside. Today we'll welcome fantastic, independent, eclectic jazz musicians to play live music for us, share their recordings, and talk about what inspires them. We'll touch their dreams as we open our ears and our hearts, listening intently to the fresh jazz expressions they unleash. And you never know, Dream Farm Radio just might inspire you to fulfill a creative passion or two of your very own. So welcome back, Ian. Thanks so much. It's Thanks for having have, me. It's good to have you here again. It's good for several reasons. One, because I love your music and I love having you around. But number two is because what you do is intriguing and interesting. And people, I'm sure, I know my response is, I need to hear that guy again and figure out what he's doing. So that's why we're, we've got you here for another show. <laughs> well, thanks so much. Yeah, that's the one thing I have going for me is that I'm a little different. So even if I'm bad at it, people are still kind of interested in it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not bad at it. You're fantastic at it. And uh, so we want to talk some more because if you don't know Ian Ethan Case, he's a unique, very unique uh, musician and instrumentalist because you use a double-necked guitar, uh, which is uh, some people would see as a fusing of two instruments into one, the 12-string and the 6-string. And you explained last time how you don't see it as two different guitars just thrown together. Yeah, I mean, for me, right from the beginning, the I, I had no interest in it at all until I kind of started to think of it as like, well, maybe if I really, you know, treat it on its own terms and maybe there's some possibilities there that that exist that you couldn't really get to with a regular guitar because it always seemed to me like I would see a, a picture of them and it just seemed like something that was purely for a looks or something. A lot of testosterone. Some guy, yeah. <laughs> you know, wants to look cool by having it. Right, right. But I was thinking to myself to ask you this question. Do you remember that moment when you picked it up and you had the light bulb that maybe this could be one integrated instrument that actually one guy could play at, the, at all at once. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, and and really, I had that idea before I even ever got to to pick it up. I um, 
I've been starting to get into some of this kind of percussive open tune stuff that a lot of people are doing on guitar, kind of seeing, you know, what other ways you can play that instrument in a solo context. And um, uh, because I started on drums and piano and it just was natural for me to do that. Um, and and I had seen a picture of the double neck and it sort of just got me thinking, I'm like, well, that would actually be really useful maybe to have some extra strings to work with and to be able to have two fretboards so I can play more than one thing at once, you know. And Were you tapping on the guitar at that point? I, I just work? started to, yeah, for about um, a year or less. And um, because I had always, I had always played in more of a band kind of situation where that kind of thing, um, it can work, you know, but it's not necessary. It's like you have the other music the other instruments to kind of fulfill some of those roles and anyway yeah. <laughs> let's hear this would you play for us now centrifuge absolutely
Wow. <laughs> that's all I can say. I might, that's what my hands say every time I play. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> so hopefully folks can get a sense of the possibilities on the instrument, what you can do with them, and and can imagine a little bit your fingers flying, tapping your hand, you know, bouncing off the strings. And we're going to take a little break while they ponder that. This is Dream Farm Cafe. I'm Julie Lavender, and my special guest today is Ian Ethan Case. We will be right back. Uh-huh. But don't you take too 
is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Welcome back, folks. This is Dream Farm Cafe. I'm Julie Lavender, your host, and this is Ian Ethan Case. Here you go, Ian. You're back. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Sec- section two. Um, now we're going to make a little bit of a switch from the guitar to this other instrument that really seems to be kind of like your go-to thing, the kalimba. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, I, I got it for Christmas uh, a couple of years ago, and, and um, it's sort of, I guess, the other end of the spectrum in terms of portability than <laughs> my double neck, which is nice. Um, just a little handheld thing, but um, yeah, I just, I really love instruments in general that are both percussive and melodic, and because I started on drums and piano, and so I guess, you know, I like being able to write piano music. Piano fits that, but, because it really, for many years, I've heard the debate, well, is piano percussion instrument or is it a string instrument or is it both yeah and because of that there's so many possibilities so you are you have the similarity then between the the way you play the double neck guitar and the kalimba has to do with that string percussive melodic all in one yeah and it's also just a really interesting the way the keys are laid out is very different from piano or guitar or or anything i've ever played because they sort of alternate sides as you go up the scale so it just allows some some certain uh, melodic and chordal things that, um, or it lends itself to some certain ideas so that you might So how is it laid not... out then? How does the, how... Well, is it's, it... it's just a scale, a diatonic scale, and, and um, but you kind of alternate you... sides as you go up. So Left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. Yeah, so, right. or if you go up one side, then it's going to be in thirds, and up the other side in, in the other set of thirds. And I didn't know this so. until today, that you can tune them. By moving the little tines, the metal tines up and down. Yeah, and probably most people use that feature just to just sort of keep it in tune and the usual tuning. But I have to tweak everything, and so I've. <laughs> do you tune it, been, it differently, um, like you do your guitars? Where you, yeah, Ian. Yeah. You, in case you don't know, folks, tunes his guitars uh, differently for almost every song. Yeah. So which, that it, it starts with its own palette of color, and then he moves from there. So do you tune the kalimba at all? Yeah, I do. I've got, I mean, right now, I guess I have about three songs that are all in the same normal tuning, and then all the other ones are 
kind of uh, you know something something or other is tweaked <laughs> every once in a while i'll write a song where I'll, I'll tune the guitar as it is and then tune one string out a third higher or, or or lower or tune everything to a chord and then have a fourth above yeah and just see what happens in my writing if the tuning is off and then all of a sudden the patterns that i'm used to playing go entirely different directions so. yeah yeah and so kalimba you were asked to write some movie music yeah this has been really fun i just finished um just uh, literally a, a few days ago um a whole bunch of music for um a filmmaker named charlie Voris. He, he lives out in uh, leavenworth washington in a really beautiful area and um, i had played out there at a venue that he used to run and um and he's uh, but he's mainly a filmmaker and he asked me to to write some music for his film which is called harmony field and it's um, an interesting film because it, it's one of these where the um, the story kind of unfolds in a non-linear manner in terms of time. So you, you know you see things at at the beginning that are in a way kind of the end of the movie, and it's all kind of pieced together like that. And and it's not really until the end that you sort of even have a chance of figuring out <laughs> what went on. But but then it all kind of comes together full circle in a really interesting way. And so um, this particular piece, um, which I ended up calling The Circle, I was really thinking uh, in a musical sense about the whole idea of, of circles and cycles and, and sort of nonlinear time um, that it, you know, it sort of feels like it's moving forward and yet at the same time it's sort of just continually circling back on itself. And, and um, so just in terms of some of the melodic ideas, um, and, and the form, actually. Um, I was working with that idea, and um, yeah, just finished recording this shortly, and um, and uh, now the movie's going out to hopefully a few independent film festivals around the, the country, and um, I'll probably have a link to, to some of it from and my site. And what's the name so of the film again? It's called Harmony Field okay. by Charlie Voris. All right, well, let's hear this uh, music that you composed for that on the kalimba. It's called The Circle.
I could see how that would be very evocative uh, music for the thematic material you described in this movie. Yeah, well, it's the it's the first chance I've ever gotten to to um, to actually write music for a movie. Sometimes people ask if they can use you know a track from my CD or something, but this was the first time I had to you know kind of watch this movie, and and I I had no idea if I would <laughs> come up with anything that that made any sense at all. But I just you know tried to first really understand where the filmmaker was coming from in terms of this story because um, it's a really interesting um, narrative, I guess, and. And uh, so I asked him a bunch of questions about that that kind of had nothing to do with music. And then I just spent some time playing and, and the, the stuff just kind of happened. Um, and luckily uh, it, it fit well, or at least he, he, liked it. he, he felt like it really fit well. Did he think well, you were so. going to write on the, the double neck? You know, I'm not sure. I, I think maybe that was, you know, pretty much all he'd seen me do. Um, but I think he knew that I played a variety of instruments and... Um, and I ended up mostly using a nylon string guitar for a lot of the, the tracks. And and um, we got some bowed upright bass on there. Dylan Coleman, a guy from Berkeley, did that. And and, um, and then just a bunch of... Di- I, I played a bunch of different little miscellaneous instruments wow. that I had in the house. And you're the one-man band go-to guy. Well, well, it's easy when you're at home and you can <laughs> just do a million takes until you, <laughs> until you get it right. But. Don't you just love that? Well, listen, I want to also feature another kalimba piece that you wrote called anchorage we're gonna do right now yeah i love doing this one with uh piano and it helps kind of fill out the harmony and um, this one i wrote when i was in anchorage and it was uh they were having like a the worst cold snap in like 50 years and um and i was you know kind of stuck inside and and this is kind of what what came out so excellent well i i'd love to play with you on it and i hope i do it justice this is Anchorage.
that was fun. Yeah, thanks for playing. I'm glad I got to add a little bit of something. What interested me was that um, given even the spaciousness of the song, you were really communicating to me, I want it simple. I want very basic, simple things. Why? I mean, because other musicians might have said, go ahead, fill it up, you know? Yeah, I guess I, I'm coming from a little different place with that, especially for someone that deals with instrumental music, you know. And um, for me, I, I've really gotten into this idea of, um, you know, I mean, I guess it comes from wanting the music to say what, what, what the music wants to say rather than the focus being on, like, me, the musician, showing what I can do. And, and as part of that, just kind of really focusing in on, like, trying to hone in on, like, every note and, like, is, is this really exactly what the song wants to say or, or just something that it could say that sounds all right, yeah. you know? Because there's a million things you can do that sound all right, but I've, with, especially with the kalimba stuff, since, it, you know, you can really only play, like four notes at a time if you're really pushing it but more more like one or two most of the really time really big thumbs yeah so um it, it just has been a cool way to um they're very simple melodies but um i try to make them sound like right you know like like it it had to be that melody and mm -hmm. it, it 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 wasn't just a set of notes that sounds all right together but it was really supposed to be that and so with the accompanying instruments i i like it when when those kind of mirror the same Kind of idea. So. so we would hear more of that on the uh, CD that you're getting ready to release, right? You're doing a kalimba CD. Yeah, well, it's still definitely in the works, but um, but we're I would say we're about half done recording it, and and um, it's been really fun so far to get to to work with other musicians, and and um, in the past I've done a lot of recording that was just all me because I, you know that was kind of the situation I was in, but um, but this one I've been trying to bring in other instruments um cello and violin and mandolin and um you know drums upright bass and and um and kind of fill out some of these these songs and there's also solo kalimba as well and um but it gets really expensive for for a total small time independent guy like me so we've actually just started um this thing with a, a website called kickstarter which allows you know people that want to support your efforts with with a recording for example to um to donate up front or you know th there's different levels you can donate at you can just pay like it's sort of like pre-purchasing the cd if you just pay at that level or you can pay more and there's different you know uh i don't want to call them rewards but different thank you things that you get back and so um so anyway if so you just put it on Kickstarter. Yeah, it's, yeah. There's a link from my site. Ian and Ethan case. So you also check out ianethan.com for photographs of this double double neck guitar and you playing it, videos, concerts, performance information, CDs, and so forth. And we are going to come back and hear more of your music after this break. I am Julie Lavender, and you are listening to Dream Farm Cafe.
Hi, this is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Welcome back, everyone. This is Julie Lavender. You're listening to Dream Farm Cafe. We're in our barn overlooking the rolling hills of New England and uh, hoping for some greenery soon. And But there's lots of creative greenery here, lots of ideas growing Right? Absolutely. And uh, I'd like to start off this segment by featuring something of my own, which uh, kind of goes along with what we've been talking about, because you were talking about peeling things back. And my latest CD release was was absent a lot of the support that I've had in other CD projects. And I wanted to see if, if the music that I had written and the way that I did it and just accompanying myself could really hold up. And if the forms and the, the ideas apart from all the bells and whistles and the sweetening, were strong. And so the idea of the song uh, is Interior Design is the name of the album. And it, it's it's a whole rearranging of an, of emotional and creative interiors. And, um, and so this is the title track off of that called Interior Design. And um, it, it was really a lesson for me in letting the music speak for itself, letting the song speak yeah. for itself. And then the one thing that I wove in was an oboe, part by a wonderful oboe player here in New Hampshire named Bob Kroger. So I hope that you enjoy hearing this. Can't wait to hear it. Woke up just this morning with another point of view Another way to see a world I thought I always knew Suddenly I'm rearranging everything inside Unrelenting, reinventing spaces in my life Dusty old collections and curiosities Accumulations clutter up my mind Time to clear the closets out, rummage through and see who I can find. Woke up just this morning, I could see a new design. Full of possibilities and even room for some mistakes of mine. Time to build some brand new walls and tear some others down Time to let some old stuff go and move some things around Cracking open windows that have long been painted shut 
Splashing color on these walls of beige Throwing open folded arms And reaching out to turn a brand new page Who's buried in the clutter of a busy life Who's hidden under piles of neglect Whose yellowed newsprint dreams are sitting high upon a shelf Stuffed into a shoebox simply labeled Don't forget Oh, please don't forget Dreams are born anew and coming off that shelf Finding brand new purpose in a renovated, recreated self Woke up just this morning with another point of view Another way to see a world I thought I always knew Suddenly I'm rearranging everything inside Unrelenting, reinventing spaces in my life. So you've just heard interior design off of my album entitled interior design and uh, I think that people might actually see kind of a relationship to some guitar shapes and sounds that um, are endemic to the instrument that kind of there are patterns on the strings that seem to want to be played yeah yeah there are things that that just kind of I and that's why I love doing you know exploring the different tunings because it's like there's certain things that just jump out and I try not to be bound by that I don't know about you but 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 it, it can sort of just present some ideas that you might not have found otherwise. I find that guitar for me is very pattern oriented. I'm not I'm thinking visual and kinesthetic patterns totally. as I play, not so much how it would look on a score. You know, that was more what how the piano was for me. But one thing I want to bring out, people might ask, well Julie, is this really jazz music? What you're featuring because you say Dream Farms about eclectic jazz. And I I We'll say it again, is that I want, I, I, I see jazz as a, as a big tent because yeah. jazz musicians and people who listen to jazz have the ears to go unique places. And so, for example, in the kalimba, I hear just in the open, the kalimba, I hear a jazz voicing 
when I, when you were playing it all as sort of like a chordal thing. And some of the ways that you conceive of your chords, I hear extensions, I hear overtones in them. The the sh- the patterns and the and the form may not be associated with jazz in terms of the structure of the song or the way you conceive melody isn't straight ahead nor is mine. But I think the thing about Dream Farm is we're we're daring to dream within that genre a bigger expression. Yeah, and I mean I always think of it like music was kind of there before we came along and and tried to give it a name you know whether it's jazz or classical and and i feel that way about all the all the songs that i supposedly compose you know if you want to use that word but i mean to me it's just a process of kind of me realizing this idea that's been there since eternity and you know, so we can call it whatever we want, but it doesn't really change what the music really is. And, you know, they're helpful. Like if you want to listen to, you know, swing, you know, or you want sure. to listen to funk, or you want to listen to fusion of those things, you know, you, you can go into and pick those out. But in a larger sense, you can take ideas and shapes and extended chords and, again, harmonics, overtones, uh, and and find a space in there that, I think is pretty jazzy. So. Yeah, and and I mean, the way I like to think of jazz too is like, it's you know, finding the connections between all these different kinds of music and and doing it in a way that that really speaks to you. Well, yeah, because we know jazz roots were very earthy, organic, um, kind of things coming together. You know, in 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 the new world, right? Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> speaking of the new world. Going to feature a song that you are, are have done called "North by Northeast," which is again on the double neck guitar. Yeah, yeah, and this is kind of an example of, of um, the the first kind of batch of songs that that um, that I um, uncovered. I guess you well, could say. What number was it? This was number six. Number <laughs> six, <laughs> but it did get an exciting name. Um, North by Northeast, and we're in the Northeast. We like that. Yeah. Um, Northern Northeast. Yeah, it kind of has a. I, I, thought of that name um because uh you know that just the woods in new england uh, there's something about this music for me that, that has a in a musical way it's a metaphor of like kind of some of the the backcountry tromps that i've gone on in in new hampshire and vermont and stuff great so. well there you have it this is kind of appropriate for the dream farm thing so let's listen to north by northeast
You've just heard North by Northeast by our featured guest Ian Ethan Case on his double-necked guitar. What a great show. I'm glad that you came back and shared more of your music with us. Oh, thanks again for having me. It's been really fun. What can we expect from you? Well, I'm like I said, I'm finishing up this Kalimba album, which uh, as soon as we can afford to pay uh, everyone involved with it, it'll be out. And uh, Check and out kickstarter.com if you want to support Ian. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, and, but meanwhile, I've already got like literally uh, three CDs worth of stuff that's more double neck oriented that I can't wait to record. So I'm going to start recording that as soon as the Kalimba I hear album's you. done. I hear you. I'm waiting to release some stuff myself. Yeah. So, excellent. So, again, check out ianethan.com. And, um, goodness, please come back again soon. Oh, thanks so much. And look forward to hearing more of your work as well. Thank you. Everyone, you've been listening to Dream Farm Cafe. I'm your host, Julie Lavender. It's been a delight to share this music with you and with Ian. I hope you'll come back and listen to us again soon. I'd like to thank our engineer, Don Richardson. Thanks for listening.